Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there, and welcome to the Transformation for Success show. I hope you're having a great day. This is your radio talk show host, Dr. Barbara Young. So stay tuned in to this interesting show today because I'm sure you're going to learn some very valuable information that will help you on your transformation journey. Now, you can download this discussion as it is archived immediately after the show. Now, remember, I'm here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I invite you listeners, if you're new, tune in each week. I have in my studio today my guest, actress Retha Gray, who's going to share her story about her professional show business career and everything in between with candor and humor. This talented woman is going to tell how she went from being a hot mess to being a chaplain and the fight to achieve her greatest career success. So callers, you're welcome to call in with your questions and to join in the conversation or send me your comments and feedback at info at transformationforsuccess.com. You can also call me on a toll-free number listed on my website, and that will get me directly. My website is www.transformationforsuccess.com. You can call in the studio live right now to the show, toll-free at 888-346-9141. Or if you're calling internationally, 001-480-553-5754. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and you can access me through these channels. I invite you to visit my website. Again, it's www dot transformation for success.com you'll find more information about me my life empowerment seminars my coaching sessions for individuals and groups my webinars and networking events by the way i have one empowerment networking event coming up on june 13th at the wilson creek winery in temecula california now those of you who might be out of the united states or around the united states fly in we'd love to have you come to California, the Wilson Creek Winery for this networking event. It's 11 to 2 p.m. with a wine tasting tour afterwards for those who would enjoy this tour. And the price is only $65 for a delicious buffet French and a wonderful opportunity to network with women and men this year because I've invited men to come and to really enjoy themselves and enjoy the day. But before I begin the show, I, I want you to know that I thank you listeners for your emails, for your comments, and your encouraging words. It really means a lot to me because I'm very, very passionate about the opportunity to transform the lives of men and women and to give them information that they can use with messages of hope and encouragement. You know, there was a life coach who, who expressed a question that I had asked myself many years ago. What does the world get when the world gets you? This was a question I had to ask myself on my journey of self-discovery and transformation. I realized it wasn't going to work with me carrying bitterness, anger, and pain, and unforgiveness from relationships that didn't work, some of the things that happened in my childhood, and my poor choices from my past. 
But I realized that God was not keeping score, but was loving me right where I was. When I fully realized his love and I felt that love, I began to really, really love me, false and all, because he first loved me. I was so overwhelmed and I realized then that I had to be a shining example of what loving me looks like. And I began to work on what others would get when they got Barbara. It's been hard work, it's not been easy, and I'm still working on me. Too often people want me to point out quick fixes to help them find inner love. Many will ask me, what is your secret of always being happy and positive and upbeat all the time? My secret is simple. Today, I love me enough to give me away. I'm willing to love myself out loud. Not that I think I'm any better than anybody else or trying to make someone else feel small. I love me in a way that helps me to outwardly love myself, yet see the beauty and talents in others and celebrate them. If I can be in a position to see my beauty, I am in a position to see yours. If you come to me, I'm going to point you to your inner self, that inner being that was beautifully and perfectly made by the master craftsman himself. This is the thing, the thing that you bring to every relationship and to every situation. So let's make you so amazingly awesome that everything you touch has to work. Now, if you ask me, what does the world get when it gets me? I'll tell you at the conclusion of today's show. We have a wonderful show for you today with an outstanding actress. And mind you, this is a show for everyone around the globe. The young, the bold, the seasoned, and the restless. Because each week we're going to empower you, challenge you. Because my mission simply is to make a difference in the lives of others. And I simply believe that integrating and meeting the needs of the spirit, soul, and body is the key to transforming one's life for greater personal and professional success for you. So keep on sending those emails and letters and comments because they certainly help. And you've tuned in today to The Right Show about a journey to success with Miss Retha Gray. Hello, Retha. Well, good afternoon, Dr. <laughs> Barbara. How are you today? I am wonderful, and it is my delight to have you on the show today. It really is just, I mean, it's a pleasure. I'm so excited, and I'm trying to be cool. (laughs) Well, I'm excited, and I'm transformed already. I like that question. What do you get when you get me? I'm going to contemplate that all day today. Oh, thank you so much. But it was something that truly transformed my life. What does the world get when it gets you? 
But I tell you, you have a story that is unbelievable. Now, our, our episode topic today is Sex, Drugs, and Salvation, A Journey <laughs> to Success. And truly, you have this wonderful story of what you've done in your life. And when I looked at your bio, I went, oh, my God, can I share all of this about her today in one hour? No, I can't. <laughs> but I want to share, but I do want to share uh, a little bit about you because I think it's very, very interesting. Your whole life career has just been a journey, one journey. And for a Los Angelino, because you were born in Los Angeles, California. I was. So many people come to Los Angeles to get into the movies, to get into TV, and, you know, they can always go home. I was born here. I had nowhere else to go. (laughs) (laughs) And you attended the schools here in Los Angeles, Los Angeles City College, and then you went to UCLA, that other institution, because I'm a USC. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. (laughs) That's all right. But you toured the USA, the USO, uh, back in the 70s and started your business, professional business career uh, during that time. But you did, I mean, so much. You've had movies such as Three's Company, General Hospital, and Angel Dusted. You were in um, a cult classic that was called Soul Vengeance. Wow, we have to talk about that. But you've had so many <laughs> roles on television, screen, and stage. And then you had the audacity to operate the Grays images, extra casting company for almost a decade, supplying uh, background talent for television and films. So, uh, and some of those films were Baby Boom and The Fabulous Baker Boys. Wow. Then you went on to retire from show business in 1991, served as a chaplain. So I find it very interesting, and we're going to share about that, that road from actress to chaplain at a Los Angeles mission for almost eight years. You've traveled as a missionary to Nicaragua and Kenya, Uganda, Ghana, and the Bahamas. Boy, and you're also tech savvy. So we've got a lot to talk about what you have done, Miss Gray, and also an an Outstanding Reality Star Award winner. Um, You were also in NBC's, and I took a look at that, uh, Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and you were too much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And you also received, uh, in 2013, a Trailblazer Award. So you've been performing for many years. And, you know, I want to really say God has truly blessed you because to be an actress and to go through what you went through and have a most successful career in your, I would say, seasoned years. I don't like the word senior, so I'm going to say senior years, appearing on television and Broadway uh, and so many, many uh, shows. So anyway, well, not uh, on Broadway. I haven't performed on Broadway. Maybe that's next. Maybe I, you're prophesying. My, my mouth. You know what we call those things as though they were. So who knows? You might end up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you were on Castle and Castle has become some somewhat of a very popular TV show. So I know that one you you had, were on that show. Uh, that was one that Castle was really amazing for me because it's one of my favorite shows, you know, one of those that I DVR every week. And I became a fan. I was there and it was like, oh, my God, this is where Castle is. Oh, my God. <laughs> it well, was so exciting you, for me. It's exciting. And then you've been on a lot of shows. You've been on the Today Show and you have done a lot uh, of television appearances. So uh, when I, you know, saw you, I said, oh, my God. 
how do, well, people will remember you when they see your picture. So we've got your picture that was sent around for everybody to see you. So I want to hear your story. But before we do, I just want to say this. With the pressures of fighting for an acting career and then going through how you went through the drug, the sex, the rock and roll culture, and how that took its toll on you, we're going to share when you see how your life been went from being a hot mess to becoming a chaplain and then to segue into where you are now, recurring with this wonderful career. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back. So listeners, don't go away. Come back and hear my guest, actress Retha Gray, tell her story. So we'll be right back. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person think about that for a second almost everyone wants to be better but how does one go about doing that one thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the self-improvement show with dr irene conlon all real change comes from within but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement most of us don't know how to work within listen thursdays at 1 p.m pacific 4 p.m eastern on voice america empowerment now on voice america the road you travel in life is never a straight line it's more like running around in circles which is not a problem when you make richard flint a part of your world when you're standing next to richard you begin to see a lot less confusion and a whole lot more clarity things just start falling into place Every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The power to be with Richard Flint. Join us and more power to you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back. To our topic today, Sex, Drugs, and Salvation, Our Journey to Success with my guest, actress Rita Gray. 
one of the hip, sexy, ready, ready stars from the NBC <laughs> Lifetime TV series and Betty White's Off Their Rockers. All right, Miss Rita Gray, listen, we have talked about that you were born in Los Angeles, you're educated in Los Angeles, and what happened? How did you happen to go into professional show business? Well, actually, I did my first play when I was about six years old, and it was uh, Sleeping Beauty, and I played the wicked stepmother, and oh. I was the only one with lines, and it was a cackle. And I did my first cackle. I heard the applause, and I said, oh, yeah, this is what I want to do. Oh, <laughs> so it's at six years old, I started pe telling people I want to be an actress. And, of course, my family, which were doctors and lawyers, thought I had lost my mind. Um, I, I have to say, I didn't get a lot of love and a lot of support about being an actress. First of all, being a black female in the you know, this this was back in the 50s, right. saying that you wanted to be an actress was like, seriously, there's maybe one <laughs> that actually works? Are you kidding me? How can you say you want to be that? But that's when I made the decision. So from that point on, I said, I'm majoring in theater. Did you and have so any role models at the time? Were there any school. black actresses other than Hattie McDaniel? Was Judy Pace around? I'm I don't want to age Judy, but I'm trying Judy to figure out who might have been around Judy, for a role model Judy, for you. Judy and I are the same age, are around the same age. Okay. So, yeah, she wasn't around. This was before any of that was going on. There was Hattie McDaniels. There were a few, uh -huh. but it was Lena Horne. And Lena Horne was around, but Lena wasn't so much an actress as a singer, and I'm not a right. singer. Okay. <laughs> and okay. so there were a few, but there were uh -huh. very few. So they didn't see that as a viable career. Okay. Well, I can imagine. And I'm yeah. sure your family felt you needed to be a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer. Actresses Absolutely. don't make money. <laughs> but I, I fainted at the sight of blood, so medicine was out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned very you. quickly I don't like teaching children, so that was out. <laughs> that was out. Okay. But I loved acting. So I, I, whenever I had a chance, I was in a play in elementary school, in junior high school, in college. I, yeah, I didn't go to the schools that they wanted me to go to because they weren't strong in theater arts department. That's why I went to LACC and UCLA. Mm -hmm. And when I was at LACC, I had the opportunity to do the USO tour. It okay. was the last USO tour to Southeast Asia before Bob Hope's last tour in Southeast mm -hmm. Asia. And mm -hmm. it was when they were ending the Vietnam War. I see. And, of course, we were over there, so we didn't know that they were bombing Vietnam. We just knew we were having a good time entertaining the troops. And then all of a sudden, everything closed up. We couldn't go anywhere by ourselves. We had to be escorted. And when we got back to wow. America, we realized that's because they were ending the war. But it was a wonderful opportunity for me to entertain the troops. Mm -hmm. I got to go to Korea and Japan and the Philippines. It was my first time out of the country, and it was absolutely marvelous. And it just sealed my desire to want to be an actress. Oh my! And goodness. when I came back to LA, I pursued my career. And uh -huh. you talked about the film Welcome. Well, it it has two names. One is Soul Vengeance, and one is Welcome Home, Brother Charles. That's okay. what it was originally released as. Uh -huh. And it was Jamal Fanaka's first film. He did it as a student film at UCLA, but it was released 
as a independent motion picture. Uh-huh. And I worked in that film. Jamal Fanaka did the penitentiary series. He wrote, directed, and produced the penitentiary series, which he's more I famous see. for. Uh-huh. But in 1974, there were no DVDs, there were no CDs, there were none of that. And so I had no idea that in 2015, they would still be selling it on Amazon.com. Wow. And like so many actresses in the 70s, we uh-huh. did what was known as black exploitation, which meant we showed a little skin, if you know what okay. I mean. Okay, okay. Well, they're showing and more than that nowadays. Well, that's true. (laughs) However, at the time, it never occurred to me that my grandchildren would have this available to them. So my advice to young stars and young actresses, you don't have to do that. You really don't. And we didn't have to do it then. But don't do anything that you're not willing to have your grandchildren see. Uh-huh. And a lot of young actresses think, oh, I have to do this. Now, this, was, this wasn't even softcore porn for the time. But still, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, if I could take it out of Amazon, I would. Is that a hard lesson that you, you've learned? What is the hardest lesson you've ever learned? Oh, that was one of the hardest lessons that I'd ever learned is that, you know, don't don't do anything that you will regret in your old age. And you don't always know that, but mm-hmm. kind of process it through that filter. And you, you might say no to some stuff. And I think the biggest hard lesson I've learned is not preparing for retirement. Oh, wow, when that's I, a biggie. Oh, yeah. I was one of those people that 30 was old, and I was going to die before 60, and I'm already past my expiration date. So now I'm in trouble because <laughs> I did not plan for retirement. Now, the good news is I'm healthy, I'm strong, and I've just made up my mind I'm going to have to work until I die. But everyone, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. needs to plan for retirement. It's a very hard lesson to learn. I'm I'm very lucky my family left me some stuff, and I'll be okay. But a lot of people aren't. So really... You start in your 20s. You don't wait until you're 50 or 60 to say, oh, what am I going to do? Very hard. I I agree. I agree. And that's that's one of the reasons why one of the things we do in one of the shows is we talk about wealth management and wealth being. But tell me about when, you know, you're in show business and you start out in the 50s and the the 70s, rather. And then how difficult was it for you? And here, uh, the drug, the sex, the rock and roll culture of that era. How in the world did did that take its toll on you? What's the story there? Well, that's just it. I'm one of those people that I don't say, oh, I had this horrible life and I was forced into drugs and, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. bad behavior. I wasn't. It was fun. It was a party. In the 80s, there was more alcohol and drugs on the set than you can imagine. Everything that they say about the 80s is true. It Mm -hmm. was a sex, drugs, and rock and roll culture. And I, unfortunately, did not have the wisdom to stay away from it. And I thank God every day that I survived the 80s because there was a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol, a lot of misbehavior, and God Mm -hmm. preserved me. Uh, A lot of people didn't make it out of the 80s. 
Yes, they did. That's right. That's right. Now, did you get into the drug and alcohol scene pretty badly or you got into it for sure? I got into it. I, I use drugs. I I, I was what they called a functional drug addict and a functional Mm -hmm. alcoholic. So Mm -hmm. I ran my business while I was using drugs and drinking. I, um, did a, I did mainly business while I did while I was doing drugs. It was easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting under the influence for me was not easy. So as long as I was acting, I kind of used a minimal amount of drugs. Matter of fact, okay. I was working on a on a film though as a um, supervisor for extras before mm-hmm. my own company, and it was a film where the people had to drive their cars down a mountain to get to the base camp. But all they were supposed to be doing during the shots was sitting with their cars pointed towards the road. So Mm -hmm. I was young and stupid, and I told everybody, you can do all the drugs you want, drink all you want, just make sure you bring me my cut, and we'll be fine, because they weren't supposed to be driving in the shot. Well, a couple of guys came flying down the hill to get to base camp, missed the turn, and went sailing off the side of the mountain. It was by the grace of God, literally tree roots had to have reached up and grabbed the underbody of the car and kept it from going off the side of the mountain. When I heard on the walkie-talkie car over the side, all all I could think of was I just killed people because I allowed this to happen. And we went up there. They were saved. The car was saved. Everything was okay. Oh, my goodness. That, that saved me from continuing to do drugs on the set or I allowing bet. any drugs or any alcohol on the set because all I could think of is I'm responsible. And I was in my early 20s, but they were younger than I were. They were like 19, 20, and I was like 23. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've killed people. So, again, God's intervention in preserving mm. not only my life, but their lives. And wow. that helped me to to at least not do drugs or allow drugs on the set, but it didn't stop me from continuing to be a functioning drug addict. And I did crack in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, you want me to tell you my salvation story here? This is kind of where it comes well, in. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to just interject this. I'm not surprised that I interviewed quite a few actors and I just want to ask you this question is this something that you feel that well in the 80s it was prominent but then I've talked to actors who in the 90s that would you know that was just became sort of a what we call modus operandi that you you drink you eat uh you do your craft and but a lot of them under the influence I I mean I've shared they've shared with me a lot of that so I just wonder how many people actually even to in today's time I'm wondering stay sober while they're having to you know put themselves in another role or play another individual so we're going to take a break and then when you come back I want to hear you share how you did Get out of this situation and your salvation story, so to speak, because you've already said you were into drugs and were and it was crack. And so I want to hear how you got out of that. So we're going to take a commercial break. Listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back and we'll talk to Rita Gray and how she overcame the A's. So stay tuned. <laughs>
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Is there a real magic formula for success, or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer, to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to my guest actress Retha Gray, and we're talking about her journey to success. So she shares how all of the drug, sex, and rock and roll cultures of the era took its toll on her, but how her life went from being a hot mess to salvation, so, and being a chaplain. So Retha, tell us your story. How in the world did you get out of this mess? (laughs) Well, it's, not the usual story of someone just walking into a church. I was actually in a crack house. We didn't call them crack houses then, but that's what it was. We called it freebasing, and my boyfriend was the dealer. And um, he had a friend that I was convinced was the devil and that he was trying to steal my soul. But I didn't really know how to express that because I was unchurched. I was one of those people who literally had not been churched, even though my family you know, some of them went to church, but I really was unchurched. And so one night to get away from this roommate of my boyfriend's, I went into the bedroom to watch TV. And there was this man on TV talking about Jesus. 
Well, I had heard about Jesus, but not really the real redemption story about Jesus. And I swear I tried to change the channel. The channel wouldn't change, and I ended up watching this. Oh, my goodness. And so, like, the next night, I was there again, and I wanted to get away from the roommate. I went into the bedroom, and this Christian program was on TV again. I'm not the type that sits around getting high watching preachers and laugh, so that's not what was going on. I Uh know it was God's divine intervention. Uh And so I watched it a second night. I went back a third night. I know now it was Kenneth Copeland, and he was having one of his crusades. But I I said, oh, my God, I think God's getting ready to kill me, and he's trying to give me a warning. (laughs) So the next morning I got up, I went home. I said, okay, (laughs) let me figure this out. I've got the devil after me, and I've got God on TV. What's going on? (laughs) That's a good book. (laughs) And so um, the next morning I'm at home and I turn on my home TV and this show called the 700 club was on, which I had never seen before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they told stories of people who had accepted Jesus and who said the sinner's prayer. And so I stayed home a few days. I watched that program. And one morning, Ben Kinslow said, if you want to accept Jesus as your Savior, come up, put your hands on the TV and say this prayer with me. And I did. And I was instantly delivered from crack cocaine. Wow. that's. I went back to the boyfriend's house. I said, it's me or the Coke. And he said, the Coke. I said, okay, and I left, but I was instantly delivered from crack cocaine. But I tell people, I wasn't instantly delivered from everything. Okay, all right. That was my miracle. That was my first fruit. I still smoked weed. I still drank. I was still carousing around. I still had issues. But over a period of time, God led me to a church that was Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, I learned to fellowship and become part of the Christian community. I grew in Christ, and I'd love to say that I am now perfect in Him and have arrived, but that hasn't happened. Yes, <laughs> but God has brought me such a long way from that night in that crack house. Well, I tell you. And then how did you get into, uh, was it after your conversion experience that you got into thinking about running a a casting company? I was still um, acting at the time of my conversion. But Uh shortly after that, I did open Gray Images, my extra casting company. Uh And I do believe it was a crossroads in my life that I, I do believe that I would have died if I had stayed on that path. And so, like I said, I was still, you know, indulging in some stuff, but I was still functional, and I I had God working in my life at the time. Uh And so it was uh, an opportunity for me to have a business and to work, and I did. I was very successful as an extra casting company. I did things like Baby Boom, I'm Going to Get You Sucka, Frank's Place, the TV show, I, I did extra casting for lots of different shows, and I ran the business for about eight years. And that was really about the time I became ser- serious about the things of God during uh-huh. those eight years as I grew uh-huh. in Christ. And so I decided, okay, 
what am I going to do? And God showed me that I needed to leave show business. Okay. And go into the ministry, which was like, seriously? (laughs) How does that happen? But he worked it out. And I was able to first start working in my church, and then I uh, started working at the Los Angeles Mission, and I became a chaplain at the Los Angeles Mission, working with homeless women, women who were coming off of drugs and alcohol, and just sharing the love of Christ with them and showing them that God can transform you. Absolutely. And you spent eight years uh, doing, uh, doing this work as a chaplain with the Los Angeles Mission, right? Right, down on Skid Row which, you know, a lot of people don't like to go to Skid Row. It's one of my favorite places to take tourists to because everybody wants to see the Hollywood Boulevard with the stars and they want to go to Universal and they want to go to Disneyland. And I'll say, I'll take you all those places, but first you have to go to Skid Row or at least promise me at some point you're going to go to Skid Row. And I like to take them down there at night when it's scary and say L.A. is glamour (laughs) glamour and everything else. But there are a lot of traps in Los Angeles. And if you get caught in those traps, this is where you'll end up. There are performers here. There are scholars here. There's people from all walks of life life. that are on Skid Row. Because they have made it. Hold that Mm -hmm. point. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to come back and talk about after Chaplin then how your career changed and you go back into acting. So listeners, hang on. We'll be right back so you'll hear the next part of her story of how she goes back into acting. We'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. There are 13 unbreakable habits of truly enlightened people. These life-changing habits are discussed on Dream the Life, Live the Dream with Dr. Yomi Garnett. We'll offer an excursion in self-discovery along with wisdom that will allow you to stay on the correct path toward your destiny. You can find excellence in your life. Tune in every Thursday at 7 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time. That's 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for this exciting transformational journey. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, 
please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to my show today with actress Retha Gray, who's sharing her story of salvation transformation journey. Retha, before we went uh, on break, you talked about uh, spending eight years as a chaplain uh, in Los Angeles, and particularly uh, down in the the district, uh, Skid Row district. And my question to you is, what do you believe that, that God was showing you or teaching you while you were there, those eight years? One of the things was to be able to share the goodness of God with anybody. That's why I like to take people down there so they can see what really goes on down there. And then once you get used to not being afraid of their faces on Skid Row, everyone else is a piece of cake. I mean, oh, I learn bet. how to love drunks and drug addicts that really are scary looking. I mean, legitimately, and and literally, they are demon possessed. Some of them. So once you learn that, then sharing it with, you know, other actors or actresses becomes a lot easier. And it, it Hollywood is still Hollywood. I don't want to say it's without God, but it doesn't acknowledge God, the God of the Bible. Okay. And sharing your faith in the Hollywood community is really quite difficult. Everybody doesn't want to doesn't want to hear it because okay. there's so many things. Even when I work in films, I, I'm I'm reading a script now that I'm considering that I'm probably going to have to turn down because okay. it's just too violent. And there's no right. redemption at the end. Okay. Well, tell me how um, after this eight years as a chaplain that and sort of a semi-retirement and you go back into acting career, how did that happen and how did that come about? Well, during this period, I also got married. Okay. And I was married for like 12 years and then I separated from my husband. Okay. At the time, I wasn't working at the mission. I was just kind of doing freelance ministry, which doesn't pay a whole lot. So I had to go back to work. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, what do I do? And I thought, oh, I act. I can do that. (laughs) And so I decided I would go back to acting. And I tell people that's one of the biggest miracles at all, of all, because when people are saying that women don't work in this business, older people don't work in this business, mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. back into the industry and have my biggest success. And I give all the glory to God because I know, had I had really big success in my 20s, I'd mm-hmm. be dead. Isn't that interesting how... Um... We, you know, and I'm reflecting when you say that on how God does know and orchestrate your path because he knows exactly what you can and what you can't do and what you can bear and what you can't bear. So acknowledging that, you realize that what was the best thing that ever happened to you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, the fact that I survived it and that God <laughs> kept me during that time because 
like I said, I, I, know, I know so many people who have did not survive the 70s or the 80s or the 90s. Yeah, that is so true. Tell me, what is the key to your happiness now? Mm, the key to my happiness now. That's an interesting question. I think it's similar to what you uh, voiced earlier, to not be angry, to not hold grudges. Forgiveness is so key. I have been um, so grieved this week. I realized uh, last night I've been watching way too much news, and I need to turn it off because there's not a lot of forgiveness going on in the news right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And that's what the world needs. We have to forgive one another and move on. So I think that's the key to my happiness. I was driving yesterday, and I I was semi in the turn lane and semi not, and a car came up behind me, and when I started to take off, he just blared his horn at me. And it was like, wait, I was in the lane. Clearly I was turning into that lane. You know, why are you honking at me? And I thought, okay, he's having a bad day, and I drove on. Well, we got a little further down, and he literally cut me off. Oh, my goodness. And Uh-oh. one side of my brain said, honk at him. And the other side said, oh, please, <laughs> drive Oh, on. my goodness. And I know he was shocked. I don't know if he cut in front of me on purpose or he wasn't paying attention. But it's like I had so forgiven him, really. <laughs> and that's all we have to do. If we just do Absolutely. it, if we learn how to do it in the little things, we can do it in the bigger things. Well, tell me also, what's the mantra that you live by? It's never too late, and you're never too old. And I tell myself <laughs> that all the time. It's never too late, never too late. you're never too old. And, and see, I'm, I'm a person that's late to everything. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> I have to push myself and say, go anyway. And when I get there, I find out that I, I, if I had not gone or not pushed myself or not done it, I would have missed a nugget that I, I may not have gotten again. And you're never too old. As long as you still have breath in your body, there's stuff that you can do. That is so true. Now, I have this one little question I always like to ask because particularly people in the acting business, how easy is it to remember your lines and to <laughs> for screen? It was a lot easier when I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. But when scripts are well-written, it is so easy because they make sense and they're things that you would logically say. Okay. Unfortunately, there aren't a lot of good scripts written. Okay. Because I always want to ask all the actors that, you know, how do you remember your lines? I think the ones would be the soap star stars because they have new lines every day. And I was also thinking about, you know, some of the newer shows where, like Shonda Rhimes writes, writes the script every day. They have a fresh script. So it's, you know, it's always fascinating for me to know that part of how you memorize your lines and can remember them. Although they can also cut. Mm -hmm. And even when you're on set, they will change them. They will come to you and say, okay, wait, that line doesn't make sense. So we'll change that. But like I said, when it's a well-written script, like a Shonda Rhimes script or like a Castle Mm-hmm. then the lines make sense. And so you, it's very easy to memorize. A okay. lot of this stuff, not so much. 
I have another question I want to ask you too, and that is, Rita, if you could see more stories of our lives told on screen, what would they be? Well, stories of redemption. I think we watch so much, um, I don't know, action stuff and things where there's really no positive ending. And I think that contributes to the doom and gloom that the young people are expressing nowadays. I would love to see more stories that have, uh, you know, you see the transformation, the transformational stories, exactly the stories that you tell on your show, actually, where you can see where someone is at one place in life, they have a transformation situation take place in their life, and then they come out on the other side redeemed and happy and living a fruitful life. I, and that is so true because I, I think maybe a lot of times the young people don't see uh, and because they don't, don't feel it, don't express it because they don't see a lot of redemption. They don't see it. They don't see it in their homes. They don't see it in the communities. And I think it's a large part of our part. And now what this question I'm going to ask, almost the last question, because what legacy do you want to leave Rita, what legacy do you want to leave? Well, I would like to think that people look at my life and see Jesus at this point, and that I actively share my faith with people. So I would like to leave a legacy of people that have seen Jesus through me, and I want to make people laugh. I love to make people laugh. I love doing the comedies. That was one of the great things about working on the Betty White Off Their Rocker show. <laughs> people would just laugh. They would come to us and they would say, oh, I remember this bit or that bit where you pulled this prank on somebody. And me and my mother and my child, we just sat there and laughed. I, that is my favorite thing to do. I love to entertain, but particularly bring laughter to the world. That's wonderful. Love and laughter. I love that. I thank you so much for sharing today. And I have really enjoyed listening to you and how gifted and talented you are and how you've been able to survive and go through so many things. But more importantly, to be so authentic and to share with the listeners out there your story of transformation and the valuable lessons that you've learned along the way. It's wonderful that you can re-career, resume a career, and you're still an acting, uh, an active worker. You're a working actor, we'll put it that way. And so I really, really want to wish you continued blessings and success on your transformation journey. So as we wrap up the show today, I want to leave my listeners with this. As Robert Louis Stevenson once said, old or young, we're on our last cruise. And we want it to mean something. And as I talked with Retha about a legacy she wants to live, it's never too late. Age is only a number. Never give up. So I have a little advice that I'm going to leave you today to assist you on your cruise. And then I'll tell you, as I promised, what you will see, what the world gets when they see Dr. Barbara Young. My advice to assist you on your cruise. Learn to live your life. And Rita, you can chime in anytime. <laughs> learn, learn all your life. Learn from your failures. 
but learn from your successes as well. When you hit a rough spot in your life, ask yourself, what is this trying to teach me? Remember, lessons aren't always happy ones, but boy, they keep on coming. It isn't a bad idea to pause occasionally for an inward look. Many of you, like myself, I wanted to know life's meaning. And I learned by accepting the commitments of life and by playing the deck that life handed me. Not necessarily the cards I would have chosen, but what were handed to me. We learn by maturing and growing older. We learn by caring more. We learn by loving more. We learn by taking risk. And we learn, as Rita learned, by bearing with things that we cannot change. We learn to express ourselves and to communicate and to tell others we love them. We learn by giving more. We learn that self-pity and resentment among the most toxic of drugs. And we find that the world loves talent, but pays off on character. Mm. We learn no matter how hard we try to please, some people in this world are not going to love you. A lesson that's first troubling, but then it's really quite relaxing. <laughs> we learn by truly giving our best and expecting the best. And learning, most importantly, that you need to enjoy the now. Make sure you have plenty of joy and love each day. Now, if you ask me, what does the world get when it gets me? A woman who allows you to see God in me, simply by being who I am. Now I ask you, who does the world get when the world gets you? So I ask you, listen in next week as I'll have a dynamic guest, another one who is a prolific author and writer of 16 transformational books that range from money matters to relationship challenges. You will not want to miss this show with my guest, Miss Deborah Pagay. I so love I leave Deborah. To today. Deborah De was one <laughs> wonderful. Of, one of the people instrumental in my transformation. Well, she's going to be on the show next week. So this is Dr. Barbara Young, your success coach, signing off until next Tuesday. Be inspired, be motivated, be encouraged, be challenged, be forever transformed for greatness. Have a blessed week. Tune in next week at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pacific Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Goodbye and have a blessed week. And thank you, Rita Gray. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an outstanding week. Oh,